What's up, y'all? This is Honest Joe for the first episode of the Quack House Podcast. I'm not going to go into what we're going to talk about today. Um, it's going to vary based on my interests, so let's get into it. So, but there will be always, the, the goal will always to just be keeping real with y'all and uh, kind of relate everything back to God. I don't believe you can uh, have really any topic and not have it come back to God. So let's talk about this video I saw a little bit ago. Uh, it was on the Alt Skull Telegram channel. It's a video about uh, Mount Sinai possibly not being where we're told. Just like a lot of things we're told are, are lies. So <laughs> let's uh, dig into it a little bit. He basically, no, it's not his theory. I believe this is a pretty popular theory. But they, they think it's the Mount Sinai is actually this mountain called uh, Jabal al-Laz. Look at that, Jabal al-Laz. Um, and that's in Saudi Arabia. Uh, the reason why they think that is, well, for one, it looks like there's pillars down there, and um, God this, uh, this, you know, descended onto the mountain, and it basically burnt the top of the mountain now, I want to just break down the, the name a little bit, because I believe that uh, the phonetics, how things are pronounced, really can play into tell us what uh, we're getting into. Uh, words have meaning, and if you break down the Jabal Allah's, the name, they, they tell us it, it means Mount of Almonds. Now, <laughs> that's interesting, because I, I, you hear the last part of that, Allah's. Now that sounds a lot like Allah, which is the uh, what Muslims refer to as God. So, and then I'll just break down how it's spelled too. J E B A L A L hyphen L A W Z. Now I, I like that because it, it has, you know, it has the A L and then A L and then a backwards L A. With the uh, W and the spell with the Z at the end. Um, so, right there you have. So I did uh, kind of conf confirm that it, it's pronounced Allah's. And Allah, Muslim God, is pronounced the same way. So, to me, this is really. Maybe it's spelled Mountain of Almonds, but it sounds like mountain of god to me which would make sense if god descended on this mountain and he that's the mountain that uh moses got the ten commandments from which i find very interesting that we didn't even have the ten commandments until moses moses is roughly 2,500 years or so after Adam. So you have all that time without uh, God really having his commandments left. He, told, he really he started off with Adam with basically only having one commandment saying, hey, don't eat that. So we have, you know, one commandment, then we, ha then we go to 2,500 years of just no commandments. No real commandments, but God telling his prophet and whatnot, you know, how, how to live life and whatnot. 
going through uh, the Book of Jasher story. Uh, basically, it's Genesis and some Exodus uh, just expanding, and it's not in the Bible. It's I, I don't know what you want to actually call it, but it's very fascinating. Some of the stories in there. Um, my, one of my favorite stories in there is talking about so Abraham. Uh, when he was born, there's a star shown, and Nimrod's wise men saw the star. Now he, the the wise men wanted some of them wanted to ignore it, but fearing Nimrod and that if Nimrod found out that they ignored it, that that they didn't want to know what that he'd do to him. So they told him, and uh, that star represented uh, Abraham being born. Which made Abraham's father, um, who was, uh, I can't remember what his exact title was, but he worked for Nimrod. He basically had a uh, concubine and had a son, had a, a baby with that concubine and gave that child to Nimrod to save Abraham. And then hid Abraham in a cave for 10 years. His first 10 years of Abraham's life in a cave with his mother. And then he went to actually basically study under Noah and Shem, which I can't even imagine what that would have been like, just being in the presence of them. But all the knowledge that they would have had, it must have been absolutely incredible. Anyway, but, but when he uh, he's there for, I, I can't remember, 29 or 39 years, something like that. He comes back and visits his father, and he finds his father has idols, the, the false idols, a bunch of, you know, his like 12 different idols. And he makes this feast, Abraham makes this feast that he presents in front of the idols to see what happened. Well, nothing happened because they're just inanimate objects. And so he did it one more night and uh, so he did it the next day, just being like, hey, maybe this feast wasn't good enough for him. So he made an even better one. Nope, still not touch it, because false idols. <laughs> so he smashed them all, except for one. And then when his, his father was outside and heard, he came in. He, he told, he, he's like, Abraham, what happened? And Abraham said, I presented an offering to your, to these, your gods. And this one broke all the other ones. His father, knowing that was a lie, basically was like, "Tell me what, tell me what really happened." <laughs> and uh, Abraham basically stuck with that story, and that made him made him really upset. His father really upset, and he actually turned him into Nimrod, where he was thrown into this furnace. And uh, Abraham was thrown in a furnace because that was the, the punishment for the crime that that he committed, which isn't a crime, it's just a, you know, one of those, it's Satan's. Uh, anyway, so he's thrown into this furnace, and throughout, uh, God protected him. Throughout the entire time, I think he was in there for like three days, um, and people actually, I believe it was, actually died trying to get him out, <laughs> because the furnace was burning at such a high temperature. 
So, um, that's just a that's just one story. I went a little bit longer than I wanted to do that, but <laughs> I, I, that's one of my favorite stories that uh, in the book of Jasher. Uh, I, I mean, another thing of that is the whole reason why Esu uh, or Esau, the reason why he even sold his birthright is because he was on the run after killing Nimrod. <laughs> but you know, that, those are just some of the stories in the book of Jasher that I, I think everybody should. If you're anybody that's interested in the Bible, should definitely read the Book of Joshua. So that brings us to basically the, back to Mount Sinai, with the whole Ten Commandments. Which, just in case you don't know what they are, let's just go over them. You'll have no other gods that me. So that's you know, that's got the whole the jealous God because he knows that he is the one and only. If he's uh, the Alpha Omega, you know. Uh, number two, you won't have any image or, or make an image or likeness of the heavens or on earth or under the earth, which is interesting to say under the earth. I mean, they always talk about the all being under the earth anyway, or in water, so there must have been. That's what Abraham was so pissed off about. Because uh, he, he already knew this without even, without God even telling him. Um, do not take, you know, thou shalt not use the Lord's name in vain. Um, fourth, rest on the Sabbath. God rested, you know this. Uh, five, honor your mother and father. Doesn't, doesn't say you have to love them. They're bad parents. You know, some, sometimes people have bad parents and I feel bad for y'all. I, I was, I was fortunate enough to have what I considered pretty good parents. Um, but either way, um, you should honor them, and by that, I believe it means just being a good human being and just being a productive member of society. Um, number six, shall not murder. Doesn't say you can't kill. The difference is, you know, murder is out of like vengeance or something, or uh, anger or something. Not vengeance, but anger. Um, Whereas killing is more like a self-defense thing. Number seven, do not commit adultery. Well, we, we all know why not. Number eight, no stealing. It's not your property. Don't take it. Pretty simple. Number nine, you shall not bear a false witness. Now, this is why you swear on the Bible. And then number ten, you shall not cover... Uh, your neighbor's uh, possessions, wife, servant, whatever, whatever it is. I mean, that has to do with jealousy, and I think it has to do with lust. Um, so you know, you got Ten Commandments right there, and really, in my opinion, you don't need a. Basically, God gave us for Moses the Ten Commandments. Moses had to go up to Mount Sinai alone, and he was there. For 40 days and 40 nights, which is interesting because I'm pretty sure it was the flood that lasted 40, well, the rain at least lasted 40 days and 40 nights, which is just interesting um, that some numbers keep popping up and whatnot. Maybe it's encoded stuff, maybe it's, I don't know, um, I'm not entirely sure. If you have any interest, or if you have any idea, let me know. So, well, he was up there, God was... You know, carving the Ten Commandments with his finger, which is maybe why it took him 
He was out there for 40 days and 40 nights. Maybe it took God that long with a, with a finger. Like, I know God instantly. Well, <laughs> you know, he's, he do it all. So, uh, anyway, uh, but not only was he getting the Ten Commandments, he was getting the, the statutes and rules that they should follow, too. Because there's a little bit more than just the commandments. He was given the... Uh, Given the like the rules and statutes and the commandments, but so since he was gone for so long, people started to fear, like, oh no, what, what happened to Moses? So they all went to like Aaron and be like, hey, why don't we just make ourselves a god? And then that's the whole like golden calf. And they you know made, they made a golden bull, and which is interesting because uh, a bull kind of represents Moloch. Interesting they chose a bull. That's all. That's all I'm saying. So Moses comes down, well, God knows about it, and basically tells Moses, and this is just like, ugh. So he comes down, gets, after he sees it, and gets, gets so angry at them that he breaks the stone tablets. Now, <laughs> I, I can't imagine, I, it, I wonder if it was one of those moments where like, you like, broke them, and it's just like, oh man, look what you made me do. <laughs> like... Oh, but anyway, so, I mean, he had to go back up the mountain and get two more stones for for God to write the Ten Commandments again. <laughs> Just imagine that. <laughs> you wrote something in stone with your finger, <laughs> and then it takes you 40 days to do it. <laughs> and then they just go out and break it. That's <laughs> like, I gotta go do that again. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to do jokes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, so he goes up, gets the commandments again. Oh wait, wait, before he does that though, I, I forgot. Crushes up the golden bull into dust and puts it in water, and then makes the the people drink it. So out of that, three thousand people died. Anyway, I'm not entirely sure. Is everybody or just them? Anyway, ended up three, being about three thousand people. Then he, you know, then he gets two more stones, brings it up to God. God does his thing, and he, he makes the Ten Commandments. They bring it down. Now, humans, line of Adam, we know what to do and what not to do. That I mean, I I just want to talk a little bit more about the, the, the spanning of time. You know, like I said earlier, it's about twenty-five. Hundred years pass from Adam to Moses. It's about a, roughly a thousand years after the flood. Now, that's a pretty long time to for, for humans. I mean, a lot can go on in twenty five hundred years. I mean, we're just going on. Like, I, I know our timeline's a little different. Or could be different I, I, with the whole possible possibility of like phantom time and all this uh, which we can get into a different episode but uh, if you want to go with just the mainstream it's, two, it's been a little over 2,000 years since Jesus so that's and what's, what's happened essentially like we have all this new technology and whatnot we have Supposedly advanced, I don't know about that. I think <laughs> what's advancing is the whole global agenda, but I think that's part of the, 
God's world, even though it's saints. I think God has planned. So, we're also you don't gotta worry about that. No worries. Not trying to cast fear. God's in control. No, no worries. But yeah, I mean that's really. I just want you to kind of meditate on that. Just like how, how difficult it would have been for for these humans back then. If they would have seen the Nephilim, they would have seen the the, the giants and the, the, uh, all the creations. Because even after the flood, there's still Nephilim around. There's, I mean, Nimrod was uh, is a line of from Ham, uh, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly, um, and he Ham's thought to have many fallen angels or Nephilim just got into that sea. So. Yeah, just meditate on, just think about what it would have been like for these people back then. Without, I mean, you wouldn't have had the Bible. You would have had, some, I'm sure you would have had some type of written text, but I mean, would you actually have even been able to read it unless you were a priest or something? Probably not. And then to, to atone for sins, you had, you had to slaughter animals. You had to not just it couldn't just be like a diseased animal too. You had to do, do your best of the best animal too, to give to offering to God to atone for your sins. Luckily now we don't have to do that because of, uh, God was so gracious to give us Jesus. But just I just think it's it's good to whole to you know kind of the whole putting on somebody else's shoes. That's, you know, because I'm, I, when I was reading through, like, Exodus and all this stuff, I was just like, man, all these miracles and the, you see the Red Sea part and all all this other incredible stuff, and you have trouble in believing? But, to be fair, they didn't have the Bible. They didn't know about Jesus. They didn't even have the Ten Commandments <laughs> for most of that time. So... You would have had the Nephilim fallen angels, these creatures that could appear essentially godlike, not not call them god at all, just and they could appear that way because they would be like superhuman compared to us. And just seeing that, I I, I can understand why people back then would have fallen. But now, after Jesus, after all of this, we got the Bible, we got everything. We shouldn't, we shouldn't even doubt. And that's really what I want to, I guess, break it down to. It's just, we don't need, we don't need anything else. We have everything that God gave us. So just have your faith. That's really all I got for y'all. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening. If you're still listening. Thank you. We'll be back uh, next week. My goal is to put one of these out. Uh, at least once a week for a little while, and then try to get a rhythm where I'm putting out more often. But everything's gonna be basically related to God somehow. But we could get into stuff like permaculture. Or, um, I definitely really like talking about Nephilim and fallen angels. Uh, I think that's stuff is fascinating. But I mean, we could talk about. I mean, I I could possibly even get into. Cooking and parenting, and just real, just life stuff. I mean, little, I might talk about current events a little bit. 
everything will be related back to God. And I'm just going to try to keep it real with you. And thanks for listening. Peace.